Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Grant and Danny on the air, and it is a new day for the Washington Commanders. The move everybody's been waiting on and anticipating for months came down formally and officially first thing this morning ahead of his meeting with players. Ron Rivera sitting down with Josh Harris and finding out he had been fired with one year left on his contract, his four-year stay, 26 wins, 40 losses, and one tie culminating with yesterday's blowout loss in Week 18 at the hands of the Dallas Cowboys. And it is on to a GM and a head coaching search in Danny what is truly officially now day one for this Harris ownership group being the fingerprints on this organization. They took over initially on the eve of training camp. It was too late for them really to make any major sweeping changes. So they sat. And they watched, and they evaluated, and they took notes, and they jotted things down in their steno pad. And at some point, many, many weeks ago, they closed that notebook, and they decided that they would be moving on from Ron Rivera, and today it became official. Yeah, it became pretty easy, right, to do that evaluation uh, that you referenced. They did. They came on too late at the end of July. Nobody's fault, just how the process went. I get it. You're, you're moving billions of dollars around like glaciers. It's, it's not the simplest thing to do to just – Make it happen lickety-split. There's a lot of eval and a lot of things that have to go on behind the scenes. That's frankly way above my pay grade. But it was too late to make any substantive change, despite how many of us were pining for it, despite how many of us had already slammed the gavel on this, you know, overmatched, underprepared, uh, incorrect regime. And this was inevitable, as you mentioned. I mean, yesterday felt so emblematic, uh, honestly, of the entire time. It was, there is some good. When you watch that game, there were good things happening sometimes. There were a couple good enough plays, just enough to kind of keep you coming back. And then you looked up and you were down by, tw- by uh, you know, whatever it was, 28 points late there in the fourth quarter, just feeling inept, right? Enough of those setbacks, enough of those bad moments, enough howl interception. Then the offensive line let one up where his arm got ticked. Uh, and then that led to an interception. And the defense that was supposed to be the strength of the team, getting, you know, having people run roughshod all over them. Just bad planning, bad building, bad design. Too late to fix anything. There in July of this past year, now it really begins, to your point. All the work that we're all kind of sitting there waiting at the starting block for that gun to go off so we could all start running, now it's happened. And this is the first step of the rest of our lives as fans of this local 53. I can't wait. I'm excited for it. This was the right thing. This was inevitable. And it just it feels like a new day for the first time. And there's legitimate reason to hope, GP. That's, the, that's my big phrase. That's my big takeaway. Is it, and it's hard. You might not win. You might, you might lose a bunch in the, in the near future, the distant future, whatever. There is now, for the first time in decades, legitimate reason to hope for something, and it sounds like it's begun today. Yeah, I think that's probably my lead today, if, if I had to come up with one, right? If I'm writing a column, is I'm in my mid-30s, and I represent an entire portion 
of people listening who are in this fan base whose entire lives have been spent watching this team, rooting for this team, hoping that they would win, but really deep down knowing you didn't really have a shot. Whether you acknowledged it or you didn't, whether you knew it and publicly made it known or you didn't, the fact is with Dan Snyder as the owner and the way people were treated in the organization and the way their hiring processes were conducted, it was just an unprofessional, unserious outfit for a really, really long time. And I guess there was always the possibility that you could rip off a month's worth of wins, right? They did that in 05 and 07 and 12 and in 15, and they took these bad or mediocre seasons, and with four or five game winning streaks, one time with a seven-game winning streak in 2012, they would get to nine or to ten wins, and they'd squeak into the playoffs. And then there was always a thought, maybe there could be like a magical carpet ride, that really the process wasn't good enough for the team to be sustainably good for many, many years, because culturally and organizationally, it just wouldn't be possible. But that maybe one off, one year, you could just go on a run for a month and overcome the odds. But you just knew every single day you woke up a fan of this team, it didn't have a chance. And that changed the moment Dan Snyder sold the team. Now, nothing about this season was different. It felt very Snyderian, didn't it? I mean, there, there was still a, yeah. nothing but visiting fans at FedEx Field yesterday. It was overrun by Cowboys fans. In fact, I'd make the case, and maybe we could talk about this later if you want to. I think yesterday was one of the most lopsided discrepancies in visiting versus home fans that I've ever seen at FedEx Field. Maybe upwards of 85 or 90% Cowboys fans. I mean, it was outrageous. And that's one of the many things this ownership group knows that it has to fix moving forward. But today is truly, Danny, day one of an offseason where in the past, if they were firing a head coach and hiring another, you felt like maybe they could strike gold and, and they'd bring in a good coach. Or if they were going hunting for a quarterback, you felt like maybe they'd land a really good passer. But none of that truly inevitably mattered because the process was cancered yep. from the inside out, right? This is different. And in one off season, they're going to be bringing in a new GM and a new head coach and an elite quarterback prospect. You've already got your new owner. They're going to have 80-plus million dollars to spend. They're going to have top five picks in the top 100. Like it is, I really, I said this today, I mean this. I don't know how you feel. I believe that since they last won the Super Bowl, since I wasn't old enough, but you were at a parade with your dad mm -hmm. downtown in D.C., since those moments, today is probably, and this offseason, is the most exciting time to be a Commanders fan since. I really believe that. I mean, I'd probably put a couple other nominees on the podium. Right where it felt like it was different, honestly. 2012, drafting of Grifton, of Grifton, I'm sure, uh, Robert Griffin. Uh, Joe Gibbs returning for the second time. Um, those Bulls gold. Yeah, but but now, what we learned then, right? We learned in, in, at the end of those things, there was one constant. It's the bad roommate. It's the reason nobody ever gets along. There's a reason everything is sabotaged and everything has a limit. It's a lower ceiling, et cetera. And now we knew. This, because we're free of that weight, we're free of that, you know, you're trying to run a race while somebody's standing directly in your way uh, while you're lugging a 2,000-pound refrigerator wearing lead underpants in a sprint. It's really, really hard to win and be successful consistently in this league. Only a handful of teams do it. Everybody else goes up and down. They're subject to the to the parity that this league prides itself on. But only a handful of teams are sustainably really, really good to great each and every year. And it's impossible to compete in a league on an annual basis when you have this kind of ridiculous structure with unserious people at the top. 
who have taken short-term small gains over the long-term investing uh, into the product and into the organization, into the team and into the facilities and everything that comes with that. This right now, and by the way, you could play this for me in 10 years, God willing, you and I celebrate another 10-year anniversary, and you could laugh at me. If this group really doesn't do it, if this group says all the right things, then two years later they're doing you know the Dan Snyder expired uh, peanuts, or they were still at FedEx Field and and we're doing uh, Redskins lottery scratchers, and he's charging hidden security fees and all this other kind of stuff. The same stuff he was doing to bilk the fans to make a little bit of cash on the side, treating it like an ATM instead of doing what needed to be done to really build the fan base back up. So you could laugh at me then, but right now it actually feels genuine to me. It feels as if this group understands all the painstaking hard work ahead of them. They need to be in the customer acquisition business for a long time. That's grueling. That's painstaking. That's challenging. And it's made that much harder when the team's getting its butt kicked at home in front of all the fans. I mean, how many double-digit losses at home this year? Was it four, five, where they're just getting boat raced in front of your home fans? There is a lot of work that needs to be done from this ownership group, and they know that. And it's eyes wide open on that. I think that's what's so refreshing here. Instead of putting your fingers in your ears and saying, we're the Redskins, we're great, We'll see you guys at training camp. There's a, hey, we got a lot of work to do. And we're we're sort of excited to roll up our sleeves and dig in and do so. I, I loved hearing from Harris today, and I love this fresh start. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 